Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Where'd he go, UBO? Where'd he go, Sean? UBEO.com is where you find them. And Aaron, if we, you know, that each day when you print out all that great information, of course, you uh, sometimes do it on your phone, but I think you like having it in front of you, all that collated type, the copies and everything. And of course, that's UBO, um, UBEO.com coming through for us. And uh, they do a tremendous job on all your office needs and uh, can take care of your, well, just kind of streamlines your entire payroll. Glad to have them. Glad to have them aboard. Thank you, uh, Alan Samuels. Thank you, Ted Teague, the whole gang out there. Some unbelievable deals. And those uh, those new Grand Cherokees, I got to drive one recently, just bowled me over. In fact, I, I, I liked it so much, I'm probably going to go ahead and splurge on that 2023 uh, Jeep Cherokee, the Grand Cherokee. It is uh, it's an unbelievable car or a via, uh, SUV. All right, Aaron, uh, I am certain hopefully uh, Stephanie in sales has taken her position. We'll be coming to her shortly and uh, she'll be she'll be uh, ready for action. I thought yesterday very interesting as she introduced us to the jump rope. Uh, sprints it, she kind of rolls out some of these odd notes and odd uh, sports and apparently they're trying to make this an olympic sport and that seems uh, seems like an unlikely thing but uh, stephanie tells us that people are into that and they're uh, they're doing more and more of that uh, five o'clock very special guest today and that is dave aranda and if you're kind of wondering hey i wonder what the behind the scenes I wonder, I'd like to know some nuggets about uh, the team this year, about how Baylor's looked in uh, spring football. Man, he's got some great stuff for you. He's just, he's a fascinating interview. He really is. And uh, that's going to happen at 5 o'clock. And we have carved out, Aaron, somewhere in the neighborhood of about 25 minutes for that interview with uh, with Coach Aranda. So I'm, I'm looking... Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And then at about 4.20, we're going to have uh, none other than uh, Henry Howard, the Associate Athletic Director for Capital Projects and Championships right there at Baylor University. And Aaron, he's going to kind of get, get us up to speed on how the uh, how all the facilities are coming. We've got the... Uh, we got that football operations center for Jeremy Fudge has coming in. And then, of course, uh, the Foster Pavilion is going up as we speak. And it's happening in a hurry. And it's really taking shape. You're already seeing even some of the uh, 
the the the, the kind of the base or the foundation for where the seats are going to go. And I love hearing from Henry because he'll kind of tell us about what they're trying to accomplish in there. More of a vertical feel than a horizontal feel of the Ferrell Center. We love the Ferrell Center, but when we say that, that everything's going to be closer to the court and then everything kind of has a more vertical straight up and down feel to it. And yeah, you know, Henry, he's got the he's got his pulse on all this and he's over there with a hard hat and we may hear some construction in the background as we talk to him. But uh, that's going to be good to get everybody caught up on that front. Uh, Aaron, I wanted to congratulate everybody. Um, the fact that we're a longtime affiliate of the Rangers. And I think it's appropriate to um, to basically celebrate you know, the fact that the uh, Rangers continue to win. That game has gone go, uh, final in Kansas City. And, of course, you can hear that on our family and networks here. We always kind of let you know where that is. Rangers win 12-3. to That game started a little after 1 today. Aaron, that's 13 hits, 12 runs on 13 hits by the Rangers. And uh, Martin Perez gets the win to go to 3-1 and one on the season. Didn't quite make it six innings, but made it five and two-thirds. This team is in an unbelievable groove right now. They started fast, then they hit a little lull, and now they've got rolling again. And they're 12 and 6. And that puts them, Aaron, last I looked, well, last night I looked at the standings and they were two games clear of the Angels. I would imagine the Angels have not started yet today, and so they're probably about two and a half games up on the Angels. But they beat the Royal Royals twelve to three, and home run by Jonah Heim. He hit one in the ninth, and everything else was just flat out. Ed Tavares had uh, had a triple and a double, and Simeon had two more RBI to get to eighteen for the season. Aaron Simeon has been on fire of late. He's in the leadoff position for the Rangers and is hitting 293. He's got a slug of 507 right now, and he's just been on a home run tear here recently. Coming into today's game, he had hit th- uh, three home runs in in three games. So Rangers are are doing extremely well. Bullpen's looking pretty good, and they kind of uh, they staked uh, our man to a. Uh, he left with a 5-3 lead, and then the Rangers' bats just kept going, and now they're up there to 12-3. to Aaron, did you think like I did when Seager went out with the, um, with the injury? Didn't you feel like maybe, you know, given his huge bat in the lineup and, and play in the middle of the infield like he does, didn't you, pl- didn't you feel like that was a bad sign for the Rangers, and yet... Here they are at 12 and 6. Aaron, this is fun. We got to grab onto this as long as we can. Yeah, I'm enjoying it, especially as terrible as they've been the last five years in the rebuilding process. Saw a little bit last last season, but it was still overall a, not a great season. But yeah, I, I, th- I thought the lineup would definitely be more affected by his injury. But 
it really hasn't been. They've been scoring a lot of runs every game, and it is it is fun to watch and fun to listen to. Aaron, you'll uh, the folks at Kauffman Stadium there in Kansas City, fun stadium, always have loved it. Aaron, they were pretty juiced today to see this game. That place holds about thirty eight thousand. Aaron, they fit ten thousand three hundred people in there today. Standing okay, room so they only. really. They were really, they really, yeah, they had room for 20,000 people to stand and mill around if they wanted to. Oh, way to go, baseball. All right, Aaron, you know what time it is. I'm very excited to see what Stephanie from Sells has in store for us. Um, Aaron, if you would, lead us off. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Oh, uh, you know the music. <laughs> you know what time it is. Stephanie has uh, entered the, um, well, and yesterday we were all in person. And today I've returned back to my home studio. But I love being in there yesterday, the interaction that took place. Stephanie, get right to it. I mean, today. Get right to it, okay. Yeah, no, I'm curious. I am really am curious what direction we're going to go. And I will say yesterday, got a lot of good feedback on the um, on that jump rope sprinting <laughs> that you introduced to us. But we never know. I mean, we're you don't never have know. to come up with a new sport every day. You can bring whatever you want to the table. And I'm curious what you have for us today. Well, I'm going to say something real quick about our Texas Rangers. You know why they're winning. It's because of the new uniforms. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Anyways. I um, <laughs> I don't know if we've seen those things, though, yet. Stephanie, the Friday night, Friday night um, of the next home game, which I believe is this Friday, that's when they will roll those out. But well, I think you're I think but you're they're in the locker something. room already, so it's yeah. just gonna I don't know. But yeah. they do and, look pretty good. You I, remember that um do you remember the mascot that I told you about that's gonna be on those uniforms? Did you know what that is? It's a combination of uh it's a couple of different mascots. Do do you remember what the name of that mascot is? I do not. Do you, Aaron? He doesn't remember either. It's the Peagle. The Peagle. P-E-A-G-L-E. And it's a combination of the Panthers, which is an old Fort Worth deal, and the Eagles, the Dallas Eagles. And that little little weird character is the Peagle. And, oh, by the way, Stephanie, you can save this if you want. I had something for you today to bounce off of you. Okay. (laughs) Big big news from Baylor today. Okay. They are retiring their... Lady who's in that beautiful habitat that they have over on the Baylor campus used to call used to call it the bear pit. Uh, it's a, it's the bear habitat. Uh, May 3rd, she will be graduating with the rest of that class, the class of 2023, and will be going to kind of a oh, I, I you know, a, a private place Aww. in central Texas where the Baylor people will still take care of her, nice. but she will not be on. Uh, where we can like hang out and talk to her and and all that, and so two new cubs will be on the way. I'll and have I just to felt like that was some of that. I'll have to yeah, I'll have to find out some more info for you on that. That's okay. cool. Hey, yeah. but I'm going to bring you to this that I found that I thought was interesting, and it is a sport. So you know, in the Olympics, and they have the sport of curling, 
you know, yeah. where they have the stones and they're on the ice. Well, over in Russia, and they even play this in Canada, they have what they call car curling. It's the same rules of curling, but they use a car, a compact car. And you're like, what do you mean? So you have four teams made up of 10 guys. You have one guy that actually gets in the driver's seat, and you have the other nine guys with their pads on, and they push the car on ice, and the team, whoever wins, is who's ever closest to the bullseye target, just like in curling. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like almost like derby, like crash derby cars. And <laughs> Aaron's over there just like, what is she talking about? But it's a big thing over in these countries that are colder than here, like ice. They do it in Canada. They even have leagues. They have teams. And it's a thing, car curling. What do you think about that? Well, I, you know, I have been frustrated with the Russians, and I don't want to promote anything they're doing. You know, Putin and his gang, they're just out looking for who to declare war on. But it, it, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. And now, it, the name, you said it's light curling. Do they call it, like, car curling? What they is the official ca- name? The official name is car curling. You can look it up on YouTube. They can They tell you how to play it. They show you how to play it. Um, and it's on ice and it's, like I said, it's four teams at a time and they each take turns and guys push the car. Now they do take the motor out of this vehicle and the glass for safety reasons, of course, but you can look it up on YouTube. It's really popular in Canada. So I don't know. I guess they're bored up there in those countries when it's cold. So they play car curling. Okay. I will be looking this up. (laughs) Okay. And it'd be interesting to know if, like, they have sponsors and you could have um, – and, again, I don't understand the demolition part of this, if they're actually trying to hit the other cars or if they're just trying to hit the bullseye. But I could see, like, Richard Carr Cadillac <laughs> right. know, being, being a sponsor of this. And then, like, one of those beautiful Cadillacs or the, uh, that, uh, that Envision SUV that they have out there. That using be, something like that. Yeah, that that'd be, be good. That would be kind of big to push. But the idea is, you know, w- pushing the car, if there's a car in front of you, out of the way, just like in curling when you, you know, use the, or whatever that is, that broom to move the, the stone. It's the same thing. So it's not necessarily like they're trying to crash the car and the driver that's in it, but they're just trying to get to the bullseye. But I thought it was interesting. You can look it up on YouTube. Car curling. Car curling. I don't think it's popular in the United States yet, but it is popular in Canada. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it will be. Okay. We've got kind of have a snort there involved, (laughs) apparently. Goodness. I'm just watching. I'm watching Aaron's facial expressions right now. You should be in here. He's just like, you know, get this girl off the mic. (laughs) No, he does weird things. He does. You know, when you see him in person there, he does some interesting things. Uh, Right. And Aaron's. uh, we we've got this uh, we've got this big time. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, and I, I want you whether you're in there or you're in your car, Stephanie. I do want you to tune in because we're going to give folks an update on how that beautiful new Baylor Arena is coming, and Ooh, we're going yeah. to like the the guy that's in charge of that entire project, and I'll he's going to be telling us here at four twenty. I, uh, I that'd be great. And Stephanie, by the way, yes. if you ever 
like, want to tease the next day's story or whatever, you just text me, okay, and we'll let everybody know because, so they can kind of gather around at 408. But, uh, boy, appreciate that. Appreciate that. Car curling, you never know, is never Stephanie know. in cells. And uh, thank you to Stephanie <laughs> and un- Uncle Worm. <laughs> okay, y'all have a okay. great night. <laughs> okay, all our best. There she goes, Stephanie, just kind of laughing into the night. She's going to go hang out with Scott and see what he's up to. He's throwing some throwing some iron around uh, he and i like to go lift weights sometimes and we're kind of we're kind of gold's gyms guys uh, i like to get get in a, you know kind of sleeveless type uh, outfits and really guns out guns hit. out oh yeah yeah i think scott scott and i are very very similar in that approach but uh all right aaron uh and stephanie as she as she heads along it is time we're going to talk to the man who's been um shepherding and, and, I mean, this is a really interesting uh, process. The, we're going to get an update on these huge Baylor Capital projects. As we check in, when is the, I mean, is this on time? Is everything going to happen on time? It is time now to discuss the Foster Pavilion next. It is now time for today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report, brought to you by Barnett Contracting. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. John Morris with today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. The Bears on the practice field yesterday. They'll be back on the field tomorrow. The spring game coming up Saturday at McLean Stadium. So down to the final two practices of the spring. Yesterday after practice, we had the opportunity to hear from Baylor's offensive coordinator and tight ends coach Jeff Grimes. An obvious question for the Bears OC is, how are things looking at quarterback? Yeah, doing great. I mean, I think all of them are doing well, really. I think Blake's made a lot of improvement, and I think, you know, he's at that point in his career where I've seen a lot of guys make rapid improvement uh, going from that first year as a full-time starter. You know, sometimes a guy comes in as a rookie, you know, young guy, and does something next year for maybe a, whatever reason. Uh, things don't go the way that we thought they would, excuse me, um, as a coaching staff, as, a, as an entire offense. Um, and then, you know, for him, obviously, he would say he wants to play better this year. And, um, and I, I'm seeing every sign in the world saying that he's going to right now. And I think he's in position to make that jump. I've seen a lot of guys make going from that first full-time year as first full year as a starter full-time starter um and the other thing i really respect about him is just the way he's handling coaching the way that he's stepped up as a leader really reaching outside of himself which um you know it's not always easy for guys to do sawyer's doing a great job too got a great personality um really really uh is coming along and you know the challenge for sawyer is you know, he wasn't just in an air raid offense at Mississippi State. He played in that in high school as well. And so just taking a snap from under center and doing a lot of the footwork things, play action stuff that we're doing, it's like not just a different offense. It's almost like a different sport for him. And then um, and RJ's doing great, really impressed with his ability to throw it. Brayson's gotten a whole lot better. So really impressed with the room as a whole. 
That's Jeff Grimes, the offensive coordinator for the Bears, talking about the quarterback position, well-armed with Blake Shapin, newcomer Sawyer Robertson, and also newcomer R.J. Martinez, a transfer from Northern Arizona. The Brayson that he mentioned is redshirt quarterback Brayson McHenry from Texarkana. Again, the Bears back on the practice field tomorrow, the spring game, Saturday at noon at McLean Stadium. It is free and open to the public doors open at 10:30 on Saturday morning. And that's today's Baylor Spring Gridiron Report. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261 or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just heartbeat away in McGregor or treat you like family. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 that's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. Dave Aranda coming up at 5 o'clock. And uh, you may want to hear this. He compares his uh, newest quarterback to his golden doodle puppy, Nala. Uh, and so this will be very interesting about a 25-minute conversation with Dave Aranda. This man that I'm about to talk to doesn't have 25 minutes because he has to basically do these calls from work sites around the Baylor campus, and so he's got to duck in, duck out. Uh, Henry Howard, the associate AD uh, for Capital Projects and Championships at Baylor University. Uh, Henry, welcome to the show. Now, are you in a hard hat in a vest as you do this interview, or have you actually stepped into your office? What's your scene like over there? Well, Matt, thank you for having me. Uh, you hit the nail on the head. I am moving and shaking a lot. We've got two significant projects ongoing uh, on Baylor campus, but I have stepped inside so you wouldn't hear the whistling of, of the winds. <laughs> I heard you and John talking about those cranes recently, and you've sent that one enormous crane on. There's one that remains. I mean, that that is uh, that's just amazing and awe-inspiring to think about what all has to get moved over there. We always kind of wondered, okay, how is this all going to fit? And yet it's really looking beautiful over there as it all comes together. Um Henry, having seen this from like day one, um, what I mean, how are we doing? I mean, it, it seems like y'all are really moving now at a, at a very quick pace, and and seems to be a lot of building excitement. Uh, no pun intended. Yes, sir. It's moving along. It's progressing nicely at the Foster Pavilion. Uh, as you know, we have a basketball deadline. We have a season starting in our conference season starting in January of two thousand twenty-four. 
So uh, it's kind of good to have that deadline because, you know, you've got to get it done so that we can host the teams, host the fans. Uh, it's fast-paced, but it's a lot of movement right now. We're seeing a lot of things like structural steel go up, which you can see uh, apparently from I-35 from University Parks Drive. The roof is almost uh, – the roof paneling is almost complete. Uh, our next major milestone will be in Jan- July. We're going to have a substantial dry-in so that, you know, when we have inclement weather, we can still work inside. But we just had our topping out ceremony this past Friday. And for those that aren't familiar with the topping out ceremony, it was the last piece of structural steel that was affixed to the facility. And so we had a ceremony Friday uh, afternoon that uh, thanked all the, the workers who were on site as we finished that last piece of structural steel And so now we can start working on things like the walls, um, finish up electrical, uh, plumbing, all the essential trades that are needed. But once you have that steel structure in place, you really have what you need to complete the project and make even more progress. Boy, I tell you, and and you've been working on this. Henry, take us through your story a little bit in terms of this pavilion. You've got, obviously, other projects, and your office oversees what the 19, the events, and the 19 varsity sports, all of that. But this has been interesting because uh, when was the first time, like go back to what year that, that you, you we started kind of talking about this, uh, from from almost the conceptual part of this, until the groundbreaking until now. How, how many years has this been now? Yeah, Mac had this vision uh, since – he may have had it longer, but he shared his vision with me, um, I would say, the end of 2018, beginning uh-huh. of 2019. And so the last two years or so, we've just been working on the design, uh, fine-tuning renderings, uh, making sure that we're meeting the student-athlete's needs, trying to think of everything that a guest would need on the game day. Uh, but I would say too, late 2018, early 2019. And then I'm glad you mentioned um, it takes a team to do this. This is not not me. I'm very thankful to be the person that gets to talk to you today on your radio show. But it, all, it comes all the way from the athletic director to lead gifts from the, the fosters and many other donors. Uh, but then we're working with a great team of construction team. Uh, we're, we've been utilizing AECOM's architectural services. They're out of Kansas City. We're also using uh, Austin Commercial is our contract manager. They actually help us build McLean Stadium, so we're very familiar with them. And then we have a great team on campus, our Baylor Construction Services, uh, J.D. Deathrow, and many, many others that are on his team. So it's a team sport. Basketball is a team sport, and we've got a great team assembled to make sure that the game day experience is great. And then also the development center, that's where our student athletes will train 365 days out of the year. So we're making sure that we give them uh, the greatest technology, state-of-the-art amenities so that they can be at their best, whether it's academically, uh, physically, spiritually. But it is definitely a team effort. So it, it really got hot and heavy when we assigned a architect that's when we can really start looking at the blueprint yeah. and design each room but it started back in 2018 well it's uh it's looking great the fudge that opera football uh operations center over there you know y'all are uh on schedule and and, and going and blowing on that too that's going to be great jeremy fudge and i went to school together 
Um, and so it's uh, it's pretty neat when one of your buddies gives that kind of, that level of money, and so that's going to be awesome to see. And it's fun to have Baylor people with some of these different places that you are. Austin Commercial, you were talking about Austin. You know, one of the, the president in Austin was an old classmate of mine, Brad Brown, who you probably run across at some point. But uh, uh, there's a lot of Baylor people involved at a lot of different levels, and so this is a really neat process. Henry Howard, Associate AD for Capital Projects and Championships here on the Matt Mosley Show. Something you and John were talking about got my attention. You were talking about the seating in there, and you can kind of see the foundation, so to speak, for the seats. Um, you can already see that in some of the visuals as you and John were talking. And you mentioned the more vertical feel to the seating than maybe the horizontal feel of the Ferrell Center. And that grabbed my attention because there, there's going to be a feeling in a place that holds about 7,500 that everybody's going to feel a little closer to the action, especially since it kind of goes up. What was the – I love that stat you had about the – the, the, the farthest seat away at this new Foster Pavilion in relation to the one at the Farrell Center. What was that one, uh, Henry? Remind me. Yes, sir. We know that we're never going to be the biggest. We're just not going to be able to compete in the size of the state schools. You know, name your state school, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, you pick one. But we think that we can be uh, on the cutting edge of technology. Mm-hmm. We think that we can be on the cutting edge of game day experience. And so we wanted to create a home atmosphere that really it gave our students an advantage when they're playing in Waco. And so one way to accomplish that was let's get the, the rowdy fans closer, you know, to that team, the visiting team where they're sitting. Let's get everyone closer to the action so that they want to come out to the arena. And the stat that you're referring to is we did a study of the, the slope of the stands at the Ferrell Center and then the slope of the, the stands at the Pavilion. And what's the closest we could get people to the court? you know, to ensure that their safety is still okay and that they have a good experience. So at the Ferrell Center, if you compared it to the Foster Pavilion, the furthest seat in the pavilion, the last row, is 54 feet closer to the court than the last row of the Ferrell Center. And the Ferrell Center is a great facility, many, many great memories and games, but we just wanted to make sure the fans were on top of the action and could really impact the outcome of the game, give them a reason to – get off the couch uh, and come to the arena. What do, what do you think is the, the coolest architectural flourish, so to speak? You know, these things, there's some things that are similar in all of these arenas. Uh, Texas just built one with that Moody uh, Center that they have. I'm, I'm wondering, as you started to look at these plans, the renderings, everything about it, I, I would think the relationship to the river is very neat. For a lot of things we do at Baylor, not just this deal, but not you know, not just this arena or structure. But what about this? You know, it's already taking shape as we drive by it on 35. What about this? Do you think really different, differentiates it and 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 gives it its own real character? Uh, this this specific uh, structure of the Foster Pavilion. Matt, that's a that's a really good question. I don't know that I've had anyone ask me that. Uh, so I want to start on the outside, and, and you've you've identified one of them. Not many universities are directly on a, a river, so we wanted to make sure we were maximizing the views, maximizing the story behind the Brazos River. You know, on a game day, whether it's a basketball game day or a football game day, I can see both of our programs utilizing that for recruiting. I can see our basketball 
programs, taking a boat over to the football stadium on a football game day, uh, going over there on recruiting visits, and then vice versa. Football may want to come down the river to take a recruit to a, to a basketball game. So we want to make sure we're, we're utilizing the river. Another thing that we think is an advantage is, and we did a study on this, approximately 50 million vehicles travel on I-35 annually. It's uh, 300-something thousand per day. So when you have catty-cornered between McLean Stadium, the Herd Welcome Center, and the Foster Pavilion, there's no way you can miss Baylor campus and know that you're on, on campus. You know, maybe 20 years ago, you might somehow not know that you were passing the university. Now we've really captured that, the millions of, of people that are, are traveling on I-35. So we think that's a unique, unique advantage. Okay. Within the facility, again, we're tr- – go ahead. No, no, I want to hear this. Yeah, but in the, within the facility? Within the facility, we're trying to make it where when once you get inside the arena, you're experiencing the game no matter what you're doing. So whether you're in your seat closer to the court compared to the Ferrell Center or say you need to run to the concession stands or run to the restroom, we've got a 360-degree openness to the facility. So even if you're at the concession stand waiting – uh, for you know, 45 seconds, a minute and a half to get your food, uh, you can still feel the game. You can literally turn and see the action from the main concourse. Uh, so we think that's a, an advantage. Uh, and then we've got state-of-the-art technology. You know, we've got ANC boards on each end where most most facilities, not most, but a lot of facilities have center-hung school boards. We've got them on the end. We've got ribbon boards. Uh, we've looked at everything from the acoustics of how the the sound uh, reflects off the ceiling, off the roof, to make sure that it's a raucous environment. So we're just trying to pay attention to a lot of little details that add up to an amazing game day experience. Well, it's uh, it's going to be fun, and you know, at Moody, the broadcast have had some troubles. That it, it is so loud. I'm not talking about the fans. I'm talking about the music and everything. It, it overpowers, and, and like the ESPN broadcast has has have some uh, issues. So I, I'm sure there are different places you can almost learn things. And then, of course, once we roll out the red carpet, there'll be things you have to work on. Everybody will just have to be patient. There'll be growing pains, I'm sure. But it'll be so exciting um, next. Uh, and I cannot wait to get the schedule in front of us, you know, and know exactly who that first game is going to be against. I mean, that's a... Uh, there's a lot of firsts that are going to be coming and are going to be incredible. Now, parking-wise, Henry, um, I, I think I heard you and John talking about this. There'll be there'll be a garage you're going to build um, just kind of right over there at the corner of which streets? Yes, sir. We're going to have a parking garage on the corner of Clay and University Parks. And I'm very thankful you brought that up because one of the great partners that I failed to mention and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention it, is, is the city of Waco. They've been amazing to work with, and they actually own the garage on the corner of Clay and University Parks. And on game day, athletics will use 450 of those parking spots um, to host our you know, operations, our donors. Uh, so I'm very thankful you brought that up. They will, they will own the garage. They're generously allowing us to use those 450 spots on a on a game day 
And we do need some grace. You know, you mentioned that we may stumble our toe. There will be some things that happen. But I do want to remind the audience that we'll play non-conference in the Ferrell Center, you know, that November, December schedule. But then we'll play conference in the Foster Pavilion. So that's January through the March. Mm -hmm. And the Development Center, which is where the student-athletes will have two practice courts, a weight room, a medical training room, uh, a dining area, that won't actually be completed until the the summer of t- 2024. So we won't have all the amenities for that that first few months of competing, and we're going to have to make some adjustments. You know, where the home team lockers, where the visiting team lockers, uh, that parking garage that that you referenced, um, it will be substantially complete, but there will be some tweaks. The facade may not be completed. It may not look as pretty as the end result, but it will be functional for those 450 spaces. All right. Another I've got some. Was the, the river walk. I'm sorry to cut you off there. The no, river no, no. walk, which will connect to McQuain Stadium, um, it won't be completed until uh, 2025. So that first game, there will be some noticeable um, areas that are not quite complete. So we probably need to make sure we're uh, communicating that out. But inside the arena, for the guests, the 7,500 guests, it will be operational and fully functional. Well, this is exciting. I, I, I love the thought of it. January 2024, I've only asked Mac about that date, you know, over and over and over, and I'm sure you get the same kind of question, and it really does seem like things are on schedule, and um, and it's going to be it's going to be a beautiful place. It already is taking shape, Henry. I, I appreciate the time, and I look forward to uh, getting to meet with you uh, on campus there sometime. And, and uh, cannot wait to take a tour of the place. And uh, appreciate everything you're doing. Well, Matt, I appreciate you having me on today. It's my first time on the radio show, so I can mark this off my bucket list item. And when it comes time to talk about the Fudge Football Development Center, I'll be waiting for your call. I can't wait to do that, and of course, that's uh, we're looking at. Uh, I think summer, maybe 2024. That'll be uh, that's going to be very exciting as that time comes. Henry, appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. You bet, uh, Henry Howard. Boy, you'd never know that, would you, Aaron? Uh, Henry uh, Henry knows his way around the radio, man. He's got he's got the whole thing. Uh, it's really exciting to hear all that, and uh, and he's got a great feel for it. I I uh, I've seen him do a lot of media with uh, John Morris, so he's he's being humble, but he's an old hat at some of this media stuff, and uh, but has a great feel for all of it, and uh, really fun to visit with him there. Okay, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. Uh, we've got some interesting things to share with you, and then a reminder that at five o'clock, our exclusive one on one with Dave Aranda. Uh, Aranda and Mosley go one-on-one. That is at 5 o'clock. Next, Campus Confidential. Follow the Texas Rangers in 2023 on ESPN Central Texas. That one is hammered to left field. He turns, he looks, that ball up and out of here. Josh Young was able to drive it into the Mariners' bullpen. Swing and a miss at a fastball 99 miles per hour from DeGrom, his third strikeout. Duran, a golf swing high in the air to left center. Pache turns, out of here. Texas Rangers baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Introducing the new B.O.B., Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. 
The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from four until seven, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground, perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. Dozens of 2023 Buicks are on the lot and priced to move at Richard Car Buick, a prestigious luxury SUV without the luxury price. Experience the quiet escape and premium drive of a Buick SUV on a test drive today at Richard Car. Right now, qualified buyers get a 2023 Buick Encore GX at 3.9% for 60 months, plus save $1,000 dealer discount or save $3,500 on a 2023 Buick Enclave Avenir. In stock, see dealer for details. At Richard Car, we give you more. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Hi, my name is Russ, and I work for Wackert Realtors with local offices in Waco and China Spring. I've lived in the Waco area for 20-plus years, and as an Army combat veteran, I understand the needs and concerns veterans and active duty have when it's time to find your dream home. My specialty is veterans, but I'm here to help all, whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate. I've got you covered. Call Russ at 512-417-9772. Salute to all veterans in Central Texas. Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Our one-on-one conversation with Dave Aranda will take place to begin the 5 o'clock hour. So we are, um, oh, just about 15 minutes away from that, and uh, we'll be excited to share that with you. Some really, really fascinating stuff from uh, from Coach Aranda today, and uh, we'll uh, that, that interview coming up 
uh, in about 15 minutes. Uh, Aaron, what do we have in today's Campus Confidential? We do have a, a little bit of breaking news that broke in the last hour or so. Baylor women's basketball's Jaden Owens has entered the transfer portal, according to Talia Goodman's Twitter. The senior guard averaged eight points per game and 5.8 assists per game last year for the Bears. We talked earlier in the week about the three newest members mm-hmm. of the Baylor women's basketball program that uh, joined through the transfer portal uh, last mm-hmm. last late last week and early this week. Yeah, and that would be Jada Walker from Kentucky, uh, who plays guard, and Yaya Felder from Ohio, who averaged 22 points a game. Obviously, a big time scorer. And then uh, the the other, uh, Jana Van Geitenbeek will be back. She played some great minutes late. And then the Baylor's longtime great player, Sarah Andrews. So, you know, I am a little surprised because Jaden got better and better, really improved under Nikki Collin and became a scorer this year. Had some ebbs and flows, but, I, you know, for the most part, really talented young player. Came into Baylor from UCLA in 2021. Aaron and had one of the biggest Instagram followings in the country. At the time, um, she and a couple of uh, play well, the one from, uh, um, is it Bukers or Buckers, Aaron? Bukers? Uh, Paige Bukers? Yes, from, uh, Bukers. Uh, Bukers, yeah. Um, from UConn, who's such a great player, has an enormous social media following. Jaden Owens had the same. And, in fact, some people said that given the the amount of followers she had on Instagram, that should have equated to, like, her making $300,000. Now, that's who anybody can come up with those kinds of numbers. That was some kind of social media experts or something like that. Who knows? Jaden may may be looking for that kind of deal somewhere or just realizing that. uh, and And I think Nikki and Tony and the whole staff over there, do a really nice job of communicating, and I would hope that they've been able to visit with uh, Jaden and kind of explain some things to her. But you can't help but think that with all these guards coming in, that there's probably some thought like, where do I fit in here? And while I think she still would have had a spot, um, I you know I can kind of understand this decision. Jaden Owens, as Baylor brings in three players via the portal, heads out the other direction, and uh, she is leaving the Baylor women's program. As Aaron said, Talia Goodman uh, breaks this story, the daughter of Jeff Goodman. Goodman and Goodman, kind of a kind of a father-daughter news-breaking organization. I remember he brought her in to, to look at Baylor, but she ultimately decided to go to um, uh, Indiana, and I think that's uh, there in uh, – there in Bloomington. All right, uh, Aaron, what else do we have? TCU football, after their best season in school history, has finished finished up spring practice, and as is the norm now, players immediately started hitting the transfer portal. TCU saw four more players enter the portal since they've concluded spring camp. We talked about wide receiver Jordan Hudson yesterday, also cornerback Kyron Chambers, linebacker Landon Watson, and offensive lineman Noah Boltikoff are all reportedly leaving the programs. The Horned Frogs also saw 
Cornerbacks Noah Daniels and Keontae Jenkins entered the portal yesterday after four others, including offensive lineman Altreek Barlow, safety Deshaun McEwen, defensive lineman Douglas Blue Eli, and wide receiver Blair Conright also departed over the weekend. So TCU, and just since this weekend, since completing their spring spring practice, has lost almost double-digit players. Interesting. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens with those players. I'll check with our TCU insider, Stephen Simcox, to kind of find out where those players uh, rank. Uh, Aaron, would it be too soon? Could, could those players suit up and play in the Baylor spring game on Saturday? <laughs> I don't think they could be here that quick, but I think they could be here by the fall. I like that wide receiver. I do, too. I really do, yeah. <laughs> And, and there was uh, there were some reports on some TCU fan sites kind of downplaying it, but I think yeah. he, Stephen had the same take on it as I read, and they consider it a pretty big loss because they got a transfer receiver from Oklahoma State that they're high on, but they were high on him also. They thought they would Oof. be an exciting one-two combo this year. That's going to be, you know, Stephen's over there doing some mortgages, some 30-year mortgages and stuff. Maybe talking and to him He's going to be very upset. Yeah, he's going to be throwing stuff. And, and uh, well, if you're trying to close on a house deal today, I would say not a great day to call Simcox do and not, his group. Do not bring up the transfer portal. No, no, stay away from any transfer portal news. Okay. That's a good one, Aaron. I, that's very interesting as the Horn Frogs have quite a few departures. Now, knowing Sonny, <laughs> part of that is in, in – you know, Dave Aranda does a good job of talking about this. He talks about the fact that when you bring these guys in the portal, it's all fun and we get excited, but you're also having to have conversations because when you bring somebody from outside, sometimes that can be bad news for people on the inside if they're being replaced, no matter what position they play, by people coming through the portal. So, and again, I don't know if most coaches are that concerned about that, but uh, Coach Aranda does have, uh, you know, a lot of concern and a lot of empathy uh, and a lot of loyalty toward his own players. So I do not think they go to the portal lightly. You know, it's just like, ah, oh, let's bring a bunch of people in. I'm tired of these players we have. I don't think that – and I think that's one of the reasons the Bears haven't had huge departure numbers. They're not exactly trying to replace everybody. Um, I don't think – although, Aaron, these – Man, and you'll hear from Coach Aranda, the two stars of spring are both <laughs> transfer guys on the offensive and defensive side. And um, we are 10 minutes from that sit-down with Dave Aranda, okay? Kind of a one-on-one situation and uh, really uh, anxious to visit with him because Dave is, uh, well, he's got a lot to share and he's he's just fascinating. And I think you'll – Really, really enjoy this one. Another football program hit hard by the transfer portal, Texas A&M, who has seen 26 scholarship players enter the portal since last December. has gotten some good news in the past couple of days. Today they received a uh, commitment from transfer portal defensive back Josh DeBerry. DeBerry had offers from Arkansas, Ole Miss, Wisconsin, along with A&M. He will join North Carolina corner Tony Grimes and Florida State defensive back Sam McCall who joined in the December transfer windows to help shore up some of the losses for the Aggies in the portal. 
I think um, that's it. That is uh, interesting. Where'd that young man come from? You were just talking about. Was it Boston, Boston College? College. Or, okay. Um, yeah, I thought that was interesting that we didn't when we had our A and M insider on Travis Brown the other day that they didn't they didn't really have much information on Bobby P. You know, it's kind of like they brought in this polarizing person to be their offensive coordinator. And nobody knows what he's been up to. I mean, they're just kind of keeping him behind closed doors. Let Bobby be Bobby. Let him get out there and visit with folks. Come on. I wonder how TCU is handling Kendall Bryles. i got to investigate that, Aaron. I mean, to see if Kendall's been out and about and being interviewed or if Sonny's one of those guys who says, hey, stick one voice, one team, one voice. I don't know. I, I do love the fact that Baylor has uh, – and I tell you, the fact that Aranda's, uh, Coach Aranda's back to doing some one-on-ones out of season, that is um, – that that really is the work of, um, you know, our buddy Brent Ingram over there who uh, has just fit in beautifully and is the uh, head of all the SIDs at Baylor. That's part of his influence. And um, – that's great, and you know the. Uh, uh, it's just it's just interesting, you know. Not all programs are the same, but a lot of the other programs, the coaches do a lot of interviews outside of the season. Scott Drew all, always has Nikki, of course, but uh, I, I just I, that's why I was so excited to get to sit down and visit with uh, with Dave Aranda today, and of course that'll be here in just a few minutes. We'll have our. Uh, our one-on-one with none other than Dave Aranda. Aaron, what else do we have in today's exciting episode of Campus Confidential? You're going to be shocked, but it's more transfer portal news. This one, is, this one is kind of a sad story. We, uh, we know the problems of the New Mexico State basketball program over the last year, including one of the players shooting another student with their yeah. uh, highest-rated recruit this decade, Deuce Benjamin, who was the – who went to Las Cruces High near the campus and was New Mexico's Gatorade High School Player of the Year in 2021, has in, entered the portal. And uh, from what he posted, it was not his decision. He said, due to the actions of others, in parentheses it says, which I will not go into here, that the dream, that dream, his dream of attending New Mexico, has turned into a nightmare. He said, quote, adding insult to injury, Coach Hooten, that would be Jason Hooten, who just took over after uh, being head coach of Sam Houston State, recently informed me that it would be in my best interest to continue my education and basketball career elsewhere. So Deuce Benjamin, who grew up dreaming of playing for New Mexico State, will not be playing for the Aggies next year as he is in the portal now. And it may be that the coach just wants a complete clean slate, and I I get that too. It's just kind of sad from, you know, the recruits' perspective. Yeah. Well – but yeah, I'm I'm with you. I think Jason Hooten, when you come in and you inherit an absolute mess of a program, and that where they had to stop in the middle of the season and just discontinue the season because of all the craziness that had happened. You know, the year before, Aaron, they'd been really good, and that coach ended up landing a, a good job somewhere. I can't remember, but he ended up, you know, at a at a pretty good job. And so Hooten going in there may just need a clean start. So I'm, I'm very, um, 
I, I you know I hate it for this kid that he wants to stay and he doesn't have the chance. But listen, if Jason Hooten thinks uh, he's as good as this guy is, if he thinks that he needs a clean slate, then uh, more power to him because that that was a that was an embarrassment of a situation, and it wasn't quite as awful as the Baylor 2003 situation with the murder of a player shooting uh, his fellow teammate. But, boy, wasn't that far off. It was pretty awful and uh, just disgraceful, the whole scene. And so uh, Coach Hooten inherits a really tough situation, not that unlike what Scott Drew encountered all those many years ago. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. Good job, Aaron. Strong work, as always. Campus Confidential. Thank you, Jim Turner Chevrolet. Boy, Jim Turner continues, loves being the sponsor of the uh, of Campus Confidential, and we love our association with him. And then, of course, when we put this stuff on social media, some of our interviews and things like that, that's our primary sponsor, Central National Bank. They're responsible for our beautiful graphics. And... Brian Fonville, uh, one of the leaders of the creative team over there. Uh, v, Veronica, we, uh, we call her V. She's big time and uh, has just been a tremendous uh, uh, person there in the community representing CNB. So both of them have been great to our uh, show. Now, without further ado, we have been talking about our uh, sit-down with Dave Aranda. You have asked for it, we have delivered, and Dave tells you everything you need to know about kind of what's going on with him, what's going on with his staff. You'll hear about Coach Pallage, and you'll hear about the new transfers at Baylor. This is our one-on-one with Dave Aranda, and it's next. It's the annual Green and Gold game from the Bayer Bears, live at McLean Stadium this Saturday at noon. Join Matt Mosley and myself for the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show as we'll get our first look at the 2023 Bears in their spring game. You'll hear from Coach Aranda, and we'll preview this year's spring game before we send it to John Morse for the play-by-play. Join us at 11 a.m. this Saturday, live from McLean Stadium. Brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Barnett Contracting, Lake Air Pool Supply, Maya Fuels, and McAdams & Sons Roofing, right here on your home for the Baylor Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Google GGA Pest Management. Leave your bug problems behind. Call 254-666-3439. It's a fact. No one wants to live with unwanted pests in or around their home. At GGA Pest Management, their mission is to help folks just like you eliminate termites, roaches, ants, mosquitoes, wasps, mice, and other unwanted pests so you can live a pest-free life. Contact GGA today for a free pest estimate and mention this ad to get $75 off your first service for a limited time. Google GGA Pest Management. This is ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. And also at cnbwaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas, your Baylor flagship. And uh, happy to have Coach Dave Aranda on with us. And, uh, Coach, it's exciting to get to visit with you. Spring game coming up. Um, I, I Fans get excited about it. The media kind of gets excited about it. It's our... It's our first chance to kind of see one of these full type scrimmages. Um, do you, do the coaches, where are you? I, we, we heard from Jeff Grimes yesterday, and, and he was kind of funny because he was playing it down a little bit. I think he prefers the more controlled environment that y'all have. Uh, but getting everybody out into the stadium, getting the fans in the stands, the parents and everybody, uh, what's your, do you get excited about it? Does it get the, the blood pumping even, even more? No, it does. It's it's and it's good to be uh, it's good to be with you here. But it does. You know, I'm proud of our team and our collective effort. And you know, I think everyone here is really trying to kind of get out of their comfort zone, get into an area where they're kind of pushing. They try to get better. For some folks, you know, it's going to be off the field things. It's going to be getting their academic standing up to where. You know, we all think it should be where they think it should be. For others, it's going to be, you know, their effort on the field, you know, the energy and the the juice you have on practice one, two, and three to have that on practice 13 and 14 and all of it. Then, you know, unfortunately for a few, it's going to be all of those things, you know, working on both the on and the off. But I feel like everyone is, is way intentional about attacking that stuff man and that's one of the the blessings of spring is that you have that um excitement and so to kind of take the the field as as a, as a whole and do it together i mean we're all looking forward to that well, it'll be good to be out there and uh and and have everybody 
together, and and you've talked about it before. Sometimes the lights, you kind of want to see how people perform. Some people, you know, take it to uh, the next level. I'm I'm sort of curious. You have done a little more work in the portal this season than you've done in the past, and I think it was somewhere around ten players. And the thing that was interesting to me, you said something early on in spring that. You know, these aren't just, oh, these are some nice complimentary pieces. In some instances, you may need some of these guys to emerge as leaders in your program. Uh, how is that integration process working, and, and has that gone about as well as you could have hoped? It has. You know, the transfer portal thing has been um, uh, there's been a lot of learning and just growth for me personally because it's – it's very hard. I, I want to say it was Coach Kiffin uh, a week or two ago. Just I think something came out of he was talking about how hard it is to talk about family and everything when it's you know you're here one day and you're out the next because of transfer portal, you know the comings and the goings of it. And I agree with him. You know I think it's true. And so you know I look at last year and whether it was coming off of the year previous and if um, you know hubris or I hope it's not, but whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's just very difficult to whatever you say yes to, you're saying no to something else at the same time. And so if you're saying yes to this dude coming on um, that's new and you don't know, then you're saying no to someone that you do know that's on your team. And then what does that really say? You know, and so all that's just way hard to do. And, you know, I just think the. Um, you know, for me, the learning comes in, and and that the team's got to come first, and you can do you can do all of these things in a way that is uh, treats people respectfully, and and uh, you know is really working to help people, as opposed to um, you know, hey, someone there's a knock on the door and bring your playbook and all this other thing, whether that's the comings or the goings, you know, and so I I just feel like um, trying to embrace what it what is with really kind of how it should be i think has been a way challenge for us but the dudes that are here man are way um they're leaders you know i look at like the last two scrimmages the the guy that that shows up the with the most eye-popping plays and all of it is keytron and uh you know are probably our, our most consistent and most productive guy on defense um, is Mike Smith, you know, our linebacker. And so, you know, you, then you look at that, hey, who, who's look at numbers and who's been, the, you know, um, grading consistently where you need him, doing what he's supposed to be doing, and that's Jake over at tight end. And so, and then you look at Sawyer and the leadership he brings. And, I mean, so far we're hitting on all, on all, all the guys. And so we're excited for that, you know, and looking forward to um, – Having, one, have, having everybody else take a look at them, too, here coming up for Saturday. I mean, it does concern me that you're agreeing with Lane Kiffin on something, though, Coach. <laughs> it is. It's tough, I think. I think it's tough to, you know, you talk about development. Let's just take development. So, you know, if you're talking transfer portal, then is, I mean, is that really a thing still? Or is it development for a year or two? You know, I think all of these things exist in our world as coaches. And uh, what's happening now is that world's being, you know, reproduced with our players. And so, you know, as coaches, we all kind of live with it, that you 
want to build to have a team you want to have a great culture uh knowing at the same time you have to win games and win a lot of games and all this other thing and so there's a there's an embracement of that paradox a lot of times it is a paradox you know and i think with with players we're having to do that too and I, i just think you know there's a right way to go about it and a wrong way and we're trying to be on the right side of stuff but it makes it hard yeah, and it feels a lot like free agency, and uh, there's some NFL components to this whole thing. Talking to Dave Aranda on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. You mentioned uh, Sawyer, and I, and I obviously want to talk about Blake, too, but one of those tight ends, I, I don't think it was Jacob, maybe Gavin or somebody, said that uh, he came in and the quote he said, guns a-blazing, because I kind of asked, mm-hmm. did he did he ease into things, you know, and and, and it, it, I don't think he strikes anybody as the shy retiring type. We talked to him, right. and I thought that was interesting. One of the tight ends said, he's he's been leading me in my faith, and I thought, yes. wow. I mean, this guy just yeah. hit the ground, and I, I, I mm-hmm. think that's pretty uncommon from, from what I can tell. A special guy, you know, and um... – Great family. When you meet when you meet mom and dad, it, it it's not you see it, you know. So it's not a far jump from where they're at, and uh, you know the ground they stand on and the beliefs they have and everything. But yeah, Sawyer. I mean, you know, so we've got a brand new puppy at the house and um, uh, a golden doodle, I guess, and and it's a, one of the it's a standard size, so it's a it's a baby, but it's still big, and so. I'll get home and have my dinner and stuff and then finally make it to the couch and my wife and um, my oldest girl will be on the couch and then not maybe two seconds after I sit down, I've got this puppy jumping in my face, you know, and just like taking it over the couch and just all over in excitement and, and chewing on this ear and licking this forehead and just all over the place. And <laughs> Sawyer has some of that in him, man. That's, that reminds me of Sawyer, you know, just that. And I was like, you have to, I mean, cause the energy he threw, you know, we had a uh, scrimmage, um, something of a scrimmage yesterday in competition, call it period. And Sawyer connected on, on a big pass. And, you know, um, I mean, there's the celebration afterwards uh, initially with himself. So fists pumping, elbows this way, kneecaps and ankles that way. <laughs> and then his helmet came off, which is not supposed to happen. Uh, and then he ran and he gave the receiver and most of the line were down there in the end zone. He gave everybody a hug and was jumping up and down with them. And so that, I mean, that kind of sums it up right there. And so, and I think all of that is just real. It's real, real, you know? And so it's cool to coach dudes that genuinely love football and um, care for each other. And, and so, you know, he's only going to get better. I think he's, he's made strides and uh, he'll continue to. Can you tell me the uh, reveal the name of the golden doodle? People want to know the uh, the head coach's uh, dog's name. Yeah, so my my son named her and uh, named her Nala, and so yeah, Nala is she she is a uh, she is a spark plug man, and so there's there was there was one. Um, I imagine you could you would probably guess this. There was one Saturday, one no, it was Sunday. Where I was home for most of the day by myself, and um, the my wife and my kids, they all had, you know, things going on and everything else, and so I kind of graded film on my own, and I had all of, we've got three dogs now, and so we had 
the three in for a majority of the time, but then it just got to be the point where Nala just won. I mean, it was a 12-round thing, and I just threw in the towel. I couldn't do it anymore. We had put, <laughs> put her outside, and she's banging on the door, and I just, I'm pretending to look at the TV on the couch. I just, I couldn't do it. I, I, I guess I quit. I don't know. So the energy <laughs> is all the time. Yeah, puppies are a whole thing. Sounds like you were maybe trying to watch the Masters for a minute or something, if I had to guess, and, and uh, it was really taking away from your experience. Dave Miranda on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And and I am kind of curious, you know, you've talked about Blake and the leadership, uh, and, and he even seemed, I was trying not to read too much into this, um, as you know we tend to do, but even in his media interviews, real assertive, kind of like, I, I don't know what it was, it was like, Man, this guy, I mean, there's a there's a pop to it that I don't quite recall. And I, I wouldn't say he was aloof. It was just a little different level of engagement. Um, you, you've talked about him in front of the team, the leadership you needed to see. How does that happen? I mean, that can't just happen overnight. It's got to be sort of a, a process. When did you when when did he kind of turn the corner in that regard? And, and is that going up? You know, are, are you pretty? Uh, it seems like you've been pretty excited with how that's going. Yeah, I appreciate that. We have been and just way proud of him. You know, I think, yeah, you know, standing on your own two feet, looking people in the eye, having your own thoughts, having the courage to say them, you know, regardless, um, all of those things. I mean, that's what really that's what's cool just about coaching. That's what's cool about sport. And, you know, for us, football, that's what's cool. In the midst of the wins and losses and the haters and just all the stuff is that that is what happens and uh, or that's what can happen. And when you do it the right way, it's such a cool human that comes out the other side, you know. And so it's I think everyone's got a different, you know, time frame with all of that. But I think, you know, in Blake's case, you know, if you talk about just like leadership, I mean, I don't know if it's Barnes and Nobles anymore, but, you know, I guess we could go to Barnes and Nobles and find the, the, the shelves that have leadership books. Or if it's we could hop on Amazon and uh, find a book or two. Uh, or, you know, you could look at the last two years here on what to do and what not to do, you know, and save your money, you know. And so, like, he's been through it. And he's seen it. But it's one thing to to know it. It's another thing to do it, and just to see the growth with that, and the want to to um, take those steps. Because you know, um, we'll have things after practice where we'll kind of come up, and uh, I'll have the guys speak and put up guys that are really playing well, and then call out or call up guys that are below the line that didn't have the day they should have. And so Blake is way strong with that. But then. You know, in the middle of that, it became, hey, dude, this is good. You know, what's even better is in the moment, right, when it happens. You know, because you know, noticing noticing people is how we show that we care about people, you know. And so, like, knowing what's going on, seeing it, communicating it, right? it what's going on with you matters to me. And so that, you know, when you're doing well or you're doing bad, you can get caught in your own thing. But in Blake's case, I mean, he's got to be a leader for for that side of the thing. And so, you know, he's doing it in a moment and taking guys aside and all that. So it's just way cool. I think, 
the steps that have to be made are being made, and uh, credit goes to him. Do you kind of already have in your mind, are, are you looking at the spring game to kind of confirm some things you and the coaching staff have, have almost already decided quarterback, or is this truly kind of a open mind situation, and if you need to keep this thing going, I, I know you've said in the past you would really like it to be done, uh, by the end of the spring, but it's not like the situation with Gary where you really wanted to do right by him. Um, right. You've got quarterbacks. I don't. I mean, I would like to think that aren't going to immediately leave you if if you make a certain decision. Uh, how? What's your thought process on that? If you don't mind sharing. Yeah, I think I uh, would like to be able to say something after the spring game, um, and then would say, you know, that I mean, we have a walkthrough today, which is way important. I, I think it continues on. You know, we've got something on th- – we have a practice on Thursday. It's a situational one. There's a couple two-minute drills in there. We've um, we've had a lot more call-it periods this this go-around with spring more than in the past. And some some of that has been for – I think offensively for, for Blake, for example, or for uh, Sawyer, it's different when – it's a call-up period, and, hey, there's a holding call, and we have to be moved back. We have to walk back now. Or, hey, we took a sack, so now we have to build – we're placing the ball back here. And now it's a second and 16. What are we going to do? You know, when your actions or the or our actions have immediate consequences and we can see it, and we're either moving forward or we're moving back, that has really pushed the buttons on the leadership in the moment. So that's been a reason for that. The other reason for the call it has been, you know, pallage on on the other side of it, you know, getting as many reps as he can and, and kind of go over and all of that with him and and why and and this it's because of this and this is why I called that and this is what I was trying to set up and this is what I was thinking. All of those are good exercises and now's the time, you know, for that. But I think so to take advantage of the two-minute thing on Thursday and then to see, I mean, we've had a couple, you know, thinking that it's going to be one thing prior to a spring game and then after the spring game, it's another thing. And so I think taking it all the way up to there and then, you know, meeting on where it's at is the goal and the plan. All right. So maybe not an answer immediately after the game, but, uh, but yeah, kind of review everything and talk through it. Uh, it is a, uh, it's, it's going to, it's been a, it's been fun to hear from them and and then you know think about the battle and all of that. Uh, I'm curious about you. When's the first time you called plays uh, as a defensive coach or a defensive coordinator? And like you were just talking about with Pallage, how quick how quickly did you get into a rhythm? Like had you been around it enough where it came pretty naturally? Did it did it take you a few games? What was the uh, what was your ramp up? Because I'm sure you've reflected back on yours as you're kind of getting Pallage up to speed. Yeah, I appreciate that. I was um, at California Lutheran University, so that's where I went to school, and I was coaching while I was going to school. And so it wasn't quite calling plays at that time um, when I was a senior, uh, but I was coaching during sophomore, junior, senior year. Then went to um, – there was a GA, then was a full-time coach after that, and then went to Cal Lutheran to be a defensive coordinator. And so I can't remember what year that was, if it was 2004, 2005. 
uh, some, somewhere in there. So really, since that time, have been have been a coordinator, you know. But I think so much of it, like your philosophies, have to be just rock sound. Like all the things have to come from just a few things, you know. And really, kind of getting those um, first principles down is really the thing, because you know the when you're calling it, it's like you, you know. It's going to be traced back to you, and so the pressure you feel for sure, and um, you know there's going to be um, consequences to things and all of it. And so, to be really connected with, hey, this is who we are. This is the identity. This is kind of what the, this is what our plan was. Hey, it's broke. Uh, this is what's broke. Let's fix it. To keep it, to do something that simple is way hard because just a bunch of other things can get in the way if you let it. And so we're really working on just kind of nailing down philosophies. For me and him, it's more, it's less, you know, what the calls are. It's more what the philosophies are. And, you know, this is how we think about, you know, an opening script. This is how we think about low red zone. This is what we think about after a big play. This is what we think about, you know, to start a second half. This is what we think about. When something's broke, here's how we fix it, you know, stuff like that. And so it, that's been way cool for me. You know, f- um, football and defense is kind of like a dessert, and so it's cool to be able to, to indulge with all of that. And um, I, I give a lot of credit to Powell because he's way, way smart, way open-minded, you know, because I think there's a different school that says, hey, here's all of the answers. And then the players just didn't get it right. They just didn't execute. And so mm-hmm. we want to be more of, hey, the players are executing. You know, we don't need all these answers if we're executing the things that we're asking them to. And so I think to try to get that in 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 between the um, in between the lines is kind of what spring's been about. All right, I love that. Uh, like your favorite dessert, and uh, I think that says everything about you that you view it. Uh, but, you know, because that's one thing we can all relate to. A lot of us have a passion for food, and uh, and I, I tell you. And by the way, what is your favorite dessert? Yeah, chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> any, any of that. And and by the way, Coach Pallage. It, it, Everybody that we've asked about it just goes on and on about the energy level. Is mm-hmm. is he a guy that just doesn't really pace himself in that area? He's sort of – is he like that all the time? Um, and, and I guess I, is it when they hit the field, it does seem like the players are really feeding off of that and appreciating that. And they Some of them are familiar with him, but some of your newer guys, Mike, some of the guys you mentioned, they, they, they are new to this. Uh, right. Has that been pretty contagious? It is, you know. I think one of one of Powell's greatest strengths, for sure, the energy is there. But the what makes the energy cool is that it's about the players. You know, it's about them, and they for sure feel that. They feel it, and so sometimes, you know, there can be energy, but it's almost kind of like a show, or it's about me or him, the coach. You know, and so I know the the guys feel that it's all about them, you know, and that's the one that he's, he's got that down. It's like, it's, um, it's honest and it's real and the players know it. I mean, they can sniff all that stuff out if it ain't real. And so it's pretty cool. And we're, we're building as we go, but as long as we're in it together, you know, we're going to have a shot. 
All right. It's very exciting. Uh, love getting to visit with you. We're always asking you, you know, what you're reading. Um, ha- have you read, by the way, the uh, David Grand's uh, Killers of the Flower Moon? That uh, I know a lot of times you're, you're reading stuff that we all should be reading to improve yourself. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm reading for escape myself. But uh, the, 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 new, the new book um, uh, is The Wager, A Tale of Shipwreck, Mutiny, and Murder. Um, and and so that, that I, uh, David Gran. Okay. So you're always do, great about kind of telling people, giving people uh, books and everything. I wanted to bring that to your attention. Yeah, I've read, um, John Meacham and there was light. That's about Abraham Lincoln, you know, also yes. read, um, team of rivals, which was about Abraham Lincoln. That was by, uh, Doris Kern. Good one. Um, let's see. I've read, Bono has a book, uh, Surrender. I've read that. I'm trying to think of books that uh, are not. You know, I read a lot of, I was talking with Grammy today. I read a lot about like musicians or artists. Uh, I've read um, Bruce Springsteen's book too. You know, it's always interesting to me because I think coaches are the same way. There's, there's songwriters that hear, that think lyrics first, then there's songwriters that think music. You know, and it's like, you know, the... I don't know. I think as coaches, I would compare it to, you know, so the, the music to me would be like, hey, this is the style of play. This is the, the music would be the stuff you're talking about in press conferences, I guess. This would be how hard we play. This is, hey, we didn't quit. Um, these would be the things that the that the fans would notice. Um, hey, the, you know, we pounded the rock. We, um, you know, there's all this energy, right? That would be the music to me. The lyrics would be, you know, the plays, the particulars, the, you know, hey, the setup play, the gadget play, the all this other thing. And so I just think like trying to get it collective for us to where, dude, we are, we are, we're going to, this song we're about to write, we're spending as much time as we can on getting the music right. Like we can do the lyrics later, you know, let's get the music right. And then we can add, add the words. And so there's, you know, it's like, I never thought of it that way, but in reading some of these things, it, it shows up right away. And so, you know, I think creativity and all of it is way tied together. And if you can cross, you know, the disciplines a lot of times, people may see it, see it a little bit better, hopefully. Or maybe yeah. they're just continue to be confused when I talk. So either way. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I relate to it because my family, you know, thought I was a little crazy for that, that get back documentary that Peter Jackson did on the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And that why would mm-hmm. dad sit there and watch like 80 hours of just guys, you know, just kind of talking about stuff. And it's mm-hmm. just like, wait, these are this is like the most famous rock band ever. And this is footage mm-hmm. no one has seen. And like that to me was like that was one of the greatest TV things I've ever seen. It was like a fly on the wall to, yeah. you know, just uh, the ultimate greatness. So if you and Nala are hanging out real late one night or the puppies keeping you up, check that one out, too. No, appreciate that. Well, listen, I appreciate it, Dave. Uh, look forward to seeing you at the spring game and, uh, and and really appreciate this time. And it's just great to great to catch up with you. Great to visit with you. Have a uh, have a tremendous day. We'll see you uh, Saturday for the big uh, spring game. OK, thank you. We'll see you, see you soon. You bet. There he goes. Uh, Dave Aranda, the uh, head football coach for the Baylor Bears. And he's off uh, to get ready as the spring game comes up. And a reminder that Ward Weitz and I will have the uh, the pregame 
to the spring game at 11 o'clock on uh, Saturday out there from McLean Stadium. And we'll be doing some really neat things. The Office of Baylor alumni, all sorts of barbecue cook-off out there. We'll have a great time with that. All right, a couple of things, a couple of draft notes as we get closer to the NFL draft, got a couple of mock drafts I wanted to catch you up on, on what the movement may be in that top 10 right now. That is next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. My name's Trevor Jack of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor baseball back in action on the road tonight. Softball gears up for Oklahoma and acrobatics and tumbling number one with a bullet. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco, and the deals couldn't be any hotter. Get a new 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $4,250 plus 4.9% for 72 months. Or get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with 1.9% for 72 months or 10% off MSRP. That's right. Come pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco while supplies last. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor baseball back in action tonight. They're on the road for the entire week. Tonight headed for Huntsville to take on the Sam Houston State Bearcats. The Bears took one of three games from Texas over the weekend at Baylor Ballpark, but still looking for their first true road win of the season Here's Baylor assistant coach Zach Dillon. Yeah, I think I think this is the next step for us is learning how to play on the road. Um, we we played in a really competitive game at DBU on, on Tuesday night and in front of a great crowd and environment. And I, I feel like this weekend and, and tomorrow night it's more of the same. We just got to keep growing and and finding ways to win on the road. You know, when when it's you against everybody else and their fans and their crowd. Um, learning how to play with freedom and without fear and, and being on go and on the attack is, is kind of the next step I think our guys need to take. So we're going to keep you know, sending those messages from our staff to the guys and, and helping them play freely and helping them breathe in moments when they're on the road. And, and hopefully you know, we, can, we can do the things it takes to win, win this week. So we're excited about the challenge, another great opportunity. Um, but like, like I continue to say and like we're continuing to say in here, like what's next? Mm-hmm. We're going to move forward and, and continue to grow and get better. And, and we know the wins and losses you know, are, are in large part due to our performance and how we play and how we compete. So we know those things are coming. Um, we know the results are coming, but we're, we're excited about another week and another week of work and competition. Baylor baseball assistant Zach Dillon, the Bears in Huntsville to take on Sam Houston State tonight on the air at 615, first pitch at 630, right here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Meanwhile, Baylor softball does not have a midweek game this week. They're gearing up to host a three-game series against top-ranked Oklahoma this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Getterman Stadium. The entire weekend series already sold out. And Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling has been named the number one seed for the 2023 NCATA National Championships. They'll be held April 27th through the 29th in Wheeling, West Virginia. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, you're invited to try out the Central Texas-style flavors at Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue is a family-owned roadside barbecue joint with a heavy focus on quality, consistency, and customer service. Everything is scratch-made in-house and cut to order. You might wait in line a little longer, and you might pay a little extra, but once you've had it, you'll understand. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 Waco at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're to treat you like family. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's Genco's 70-year Platinum Auto event. Now's the time to go platinum at Genco, where we've been saving members money by paying less for their cars, lowering their interest rates, and reducing their payments. Refinance now and receive a rate as low as 5.09% for 48 months. Then skip your payments for 70 days. Apply online and get an additional rate discount of 0.15%. Go platinum. 70 days, no pay platinum. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policy. For more information, go to JUCOFCU.org, member NCUA. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at Pioneer boys.com jesse brits automotive wants to help your car get ready for the texas heat now through saturday they're offering free automotive ac checkup with any vehicle service at jesse brits automotive plus let them help keep your car road worthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only 49.99 the alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection just mention this ad jesse brits automotive Discounting your prices, not your service. Listen to the John Moore Show online at CentexSportsFan.com. How is the Matt Mosley Show? 
And um, always great to visit with Coach Aranda and have that um, have that time with him. And he's very reflective. He has some fascinating things to say. Talked about what he'd been reading. He'd read uh, about Bruce Springsteen, uh, Bono. And then he started talking about how he felt like, you know, mu- uh, songwriting can- and music, how that can be uh, uh, a little bit like coaching and some of the uh, analogies that he made. Uh, interesting. Also compared his uh, new quarterback to his golden doodle puppy, Nala, in saying that, um, well, they're both very eager uh, I do like he, he described the other day in a scrimmage, I think it was yesterday, that uh, the new quarterback, Sawyer Robertson, I say new quarterback, he's new, one of the quarterbacks, new on the scene as a transfer from Mississippi State, completed a long pass, went crazy, his helmet came off, which of course is a no-no, on the field, and then he was celebrating with his teammates. I mean, one of his teammates yesterday, Aaron, I mean, it kind of caught me off guard. He said, yeah, I said, well, has... Um, Sawyer, has he kind of eased into it? What was he like when he first arrived? And the guy said, no, he came in guns a-blazing. And then the guy went on to say, he's he's helped leading me in my faith. And I just thought, whoa, wow. this guy did hit the ground running. And as uh, Dave Aranda talked about, you know, all you got to do, do is meet his parents and you kind of know where that comes from and who this guy is, and they love his size. I still kind of think that this has been really good, and he's pushed Blake, but that Blake Shapin is going to win this job. And I'm sure there are people thinking, oh, dang, I, you know, they're ready for a change. But the truth of the matter is there were always going to be some growing pains. Blake had a lot of success early. He had a rough year last year, had some, some great moments, but had some down moments, and – He's responded to it and and seems to be showing a lot of leadership. And I think there are some things to be excited with on Blake Shapin. Now, I no one's told me that, that Blake Shapin's going to win the job. I'm just saying, I'm just kind of reading the tea leaves. And I, I think that's probably where they're going to feel the most comfortable going. I think he's made some strides. That I also think Sawyer Robertson has endeared himself to this entire program and that, you know, if anything, last year, I mean, really, there wasn't, they weren't going to make a change. And then you'll recall at some point, you know, Drones hits the, the portal after the regular season was over. Uh, this is going to be different this season. If, if for some reason it doesn't get off to the start that they need it to, with Blake Shapin, I, I I could see them turning to Sawyer Robertson. That said, I mean, I, I think everybody will get behind Blake Shapin if he's the guy. And I think he has done, uh, made some strides. I think he presents himself differently than he has in the past couple of years, uh, both with the media, but more importantly to his team, the level engagement, the empathy, the correcting things in the moment. You even heard Coach talking about in practice. Aaron, did I hear right? I know you were listening to the interview as well. It sounds like, you know, after practice, sometimes they'll call guys out for, you know, doing some positive things. That's got to be tough. Also, though, they say if if somebody's below the standard, 
there'll be some call-outs. That's got to be interesting to uh, to hear those things come out. But uh, Blake Shapin is apparently handling that stuff uh, beautifully. And I have been monitoring Aaron. You'll be happy to know as the uh, you are our um, transfer portal expert and you've watched this thing closely. I, I have found it interesting to watch a lot of the Oklahoma State basketball players. Now, right now, we're in an interesting portal time because you have college basketball and you have college football people in the portal. As I was getting ready to tape the interview today with Dave Aranda, he was delayed just tempor- uh, you know, briefly there by a somebody that was visiting a, a portal candidate transfer portal so it hasn't stopped the bears had jalen ellis uh leave in the portal the other day but apparently somebody was on campus taking a look at the bears so uh i and again i didn't uh, he didn't tell me who that was but i find it um i find all of that fascinating aaron in portal news oklahoma state forward tyreek smith i kind of remember him Oklahoma State played great defense this year. They were long. They had some long athletic players. The problem with Oklahoma State in recent years, they just don't have enough shot makers. They had Cade Cunningham, who was the you know number one overall player in the NBA draft a few years ago, but they weren't even allowed to play in the postseason that year. Uh, I, I can't even remember if they played in the Big 12 tournament. They may have. And, in fact, I think that might have been the year – they knocked off Baylor in the first round of that tournament. Um, this player who, let's see, he began his career at Texas Tech before spending the last two seasons in Stillwater. He averaged 5.4 points per game and 4.4 rebounds per game this season for Oklahoma State. Now, Aaron, when he, wherever he shows up, whether it's Baylor Kansas State, no matter where he shows up to play, what will they say? Massive addition. <laughs> you know, massive. Oh, my gosh. They got, they got uh, Tyreek. I mean, so it is funny. We overreact a little bit to some of these things. Now, again, I'm excited about the player Baylor picked up from VCU. I, I kind of got excited about that, and I think he has a tremendous amount of upside. And, I, you know, ESPN.com, when they start doing these big stories – I mean, I think that says a lot. Now, I find this story interesting, Aaron, in the portal. This is the guy from, oh, I think it's uh, The Athletic reports. He's a big portal guy. Texas Tech guard Lamar Washington plans to put his name in the transfer portal. The former four-star recruit averaged 3.4 points and 1.8 rebounds and 1.8 assists. Okay. And who knows? He might... He may have just been a young player. He could be good. Aaron, within minutes of that going out there, this young man jumped on Twitter and said, false news, false news. I have not entered my name in the portal. Now, Aaron, these athletic people and the people in 24-7, they have access to the portal. They can see if somebody's name is in there or not. Or they at least have, I don't know exactly how they do it, but they see it quickly. So I I find that interesting. But he says that is indeed fake news and false news, he says. So, Aaron, let's not 
let's not the Texas Tech youngster. Let's not put him in there right away. Now, big news today for the uh, on the Matt Mosley show. Uh, you hear them. We are a huge affiliate, have been for many, many years with the Texas Rangers. The Rangers have now improved to 12 and six on the season with a day game uh, win. They played about one today earlier today, and they just beat up on the Royals. It was fairly close in like the sixth inning. It was still five to three. Martin Perez got the win. Made it through five and two-thirds, and they had to get him out of there. Rangers had a 5-3 lead. And then Rangers just kind of top of the seventh, they score four more runs. Top of the ninth, they score three more runs. So in between the seventh, eighth, and nine innings, Rangers added seven runs to end up with that 12-3 victory. This is a lot of fun. Aaron and I were talking about this earlier today. It's fun to see them when they're playing like this. Jonah Heim homered 430-foot shot to center field, uh, and that accounted for the final bit of scoring in the game. Uh, and the uh, Rangers got on the board. Some of the biggest early hits were uh, Leody Tavares had a double to right. Tavares also later tripled in a run. And, uh, you know, he's he's a player that had been struggling a little bit, but he's got great speed and went three for five today with uh, two runs and two RBI. All right, his that gets his average up to 208. So, obviously, he hadn't been hitting that great. He's hitting down there in the nine hole, but he's got great speed, great range out there. And so I think that was uh, – I think that was good, and uh, Aaron, this all this baseball talk, I, it, it made me kind of look back at some Baylor baseball stuff that's been going on. They had a nice win in uh, Huntsville last night at Sam Houston State. I believe the I believe they won that game seven to six. Bearcats play a great band of uh, brand of baseball, and so that was a good one by the Bears. And then I saw today, Aaron. It was I thought on Twitter maybe I saw this Baylor baseball Twitter, Colby Branch. The shortstop for the Bears, the youngster from Lovejoy, all right, out there kind of near Lucas, but that would be Lovejoy High School out in the Metroplex. They play, they really do. Their youth sports are unbelievable out there, and they put out a lot of good players. Aaron, he just ended up on this huge NCAA watch list for the top shortstops in the country. So Colby Branch, even on a team that is now – 14 and 23 obviously Mitch will be a lot better next year but man if they can hold on you got to watch these things now because the NIL and everything people will come after your players and I promise you people are going to be trying to come after Colby Branch but long as he sticks around he'll be part of what could be uh, a tremendous core for uh, Mitch Thompson in his crew moving forward Posey uh, is another guy I really like. I mean, uh, uh, Toplansky, really, really like him. But uh, this, this, this is an interesting, interesting team that we're watching. Okay, it's the Matt Mosley Show. It's ESPN Central Texas. It is time for us 
to say goodnight. We'll do that next in the dismount. It's the annual green and gold game from the Bayer Bears live at McLean Stadium this Saturday at noon. Join Matt Mosley and myself for the ESPN Central Texas kickoff show as we'll get our first look at the 2023 Bears in their spring game. You'll hear from Coach Aranda and we'll preview this year's spring game before we send it to John Morris for the play-by-play. Join us at 11 a.m. this Saturday live from McLean Stadium. Brought to you by the Office of Baylor Alumni, Barnett Contracting, Lake Air Pool Supply, Maya Fuels, and McAdams and Sons Roofing right here on your home for the Baylor Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 Bugs. It's time now for the dismount of the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it is time for the dismount. We uh, have to say goodnight to you. And got baseball games all across uh, um, the uh, Major League starting out. Tiger had ankle surgery today, no timetable. It would be uh, shocking if he played in any of the the other three majors this year. Obviously already played in the Masters and was in a lot of pain. So we'll see how he's able to uh, bounce back from this. 
And as Aaron just informed me during the break, a little bit of breaking news this hour, Grizzlies point guard Ja Morant was ruled out of tonight's game two against the Lakers due to right-hand soreness. Grizzlies announced an hour before tip-off that Morant, who has bruising in the soft tissue of the hand, would not play. And he was apparently feeling a little bit better, but uh, will not be able to go out there and play. And it's very unfortunate because, uh, I mean, they may lose anyway with him, but, boy, he is one of the tremendous players. I guess the, the only silver lining is because of what some of the decisions he made, his teammates have had to play quite a bit without him. So they they absolutely will have a puncher's chance without the great jaw. All right, everybody, have a great evening. We will see you back here on Thursday, tomorrow at 4 o'clock. Everybody have a great evening. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Aaron. Good night. It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media.